0: friends, and welcome back to the While We're Waiting Hope After Child Loss Podcast. I'm Jill Sullivan, your host and one of the co-founders of the While We're Waiting ministry. This is a podcast of stories, stories of devastating loss and grief and heartbreak and struggle and stories of hope and healing and faith and yes, even joy. Underlying every conversation is the hope we have in Jesus Christ, which makes it possible to not just survive the loss of a child, but to live well while we're waiting to see them again in heaven one day. You can learn more about our ministry and the free bereaved parent retreats we host by visiting our website at www.walwe'rewaiting.org. Welcome to episode number 149, our Mother's Day episode. This Sunday will be my 15th Mother's Day without one of my children. I actually had to count on my fingers to make sure that was right because it doesn't seem possible. Time moves strangely after the loss of a child. Some days it feels like it was just yesterday that Hannah moved to heaven, and some days it feels like decades ago. Mother's Day hit just a few months after Hannah's death in February 2009, and to be honest, it was brutal. I remember feeling like a walking open wound. We went to church that Sunday because our nieces were being dedicated, but oh, I did not want to be there. We were at my parents' church, not our own, and while I desperately wanted to slip out immediately after the service, we ended up getting stuck talking to people as my carefully honed facade began to crack. Every Happy Mother's Day felt like a physical blow. I finally made my way out the door into the car, only to find that the extended family had decided to go out for lunch, and we were swept along. Of course, the restaurant was crowded, being Mother's Day, and I thought we were never going to get out of there. I couldn't eat, I could barely breathe, and I honestly don't remember any of the rest of the day after that. Thankfully, time has softened this particular holiday quite a bit since that first one. But in 15 years of Mother's Day, I've made some observations, and I'd like to share those with you today. Number one, for many, if not most, bereaved moms, Mother's Day is the most difficult day of the year. If you find yourself absolutely dreading this coming Sunday, you're not alone. Number two, it's important to make a plan. Think through what you might want to do that day or what you realistically might be able to do. Your plan may be to do nothing. Number three, communicate the plan to your family ahead of time. They can't read your mind. If you need to stay home, say that. If you don't want to go out to eat, order in. If you want to go to church, but you know you're going to need to slip out immediately afterward, make sure the people accompanying you that day know that. If you need to stay in your robe all day, go ahead and set that expectation. If you want to do something as a family, go for a hike, ride bicycles, or go see a movie, tell them that's what you want to do and do it. Number four, it's absolutely okay to skip church on Mother's Day. There are so many difficult things about a Mother's Day church service. There are often baby dedications on that day, recognition of mothers from the pulpit, sometimes a rose given to each mom. All wonderful things, but oh so painful to a hurting heart. Number five, if you do choose to go to church, you may want to sit near the end of the aisle and have an escape route planned just in case you need to leave quickly and give yourself grace if you do. If you're a single mom, you may want to ask a trusted friend to sit with you just so you're not alone on that day. Maybe it would be better for you to visit another church other than your own that Sunday so you can be anonymous and not feel like you have the words bereaved mom written across your forehead. If so, do that. Number six, reach out to another grieving mom on Mother's Day. Send a text, write a card, make a phone call. It's amazing how encouraging someone else Can help you. And what a special gift it is to another mom to be remembered, especially by another bereaved mom on this hard day. Number seven. This one is important. Even if you don't have any surviving children, you are still a mother. God made you a mother at the moment of conception, and that did not change when your child died or when your baby was born still. Mother's Day is your day, too. Number eight, I want to share this one gently, and I hope you'll hear my compassion as I say it. If you have surviving children, please celebrate them and allow them to celebrate you. I know your heart is weeping for the child who is not here. Please don't make the children who are here feel less than the child who died. This is hard, but it's so important to your future relationships with your surviving children. You will not regret celebrating your surviving children and allowing them to celebrate you. Number nine, gratitude has played an important role in my healing over the last 15 years, and Mother's Day is the perfect time to focus on gratitude for the gift God has given us and our children. It's hard to be thankful when your heart is bleeding, but as we become more intentional about the practice of gratitude, it grows easier and more natural over time. Let's be thankful for the extravagant gift of our children. And number 10, probably the number one thing that has gotten me through 15 Mother's Days since Hannah went to heaven is the recognition that the best is yet to come. If we can adopt this perspective, it really does make a difference. Our kids are part of our past. Yes, a very sweet part of our past, but they're even more a part of our future. As each Mother's Day without them passes, we're getting closer to the day we'll see them again. Praise God that this world is not all there is, for truly, truly the best is yet to come. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We hope it brought you some comfort and encouragement today and maybe made you feel a little less alone on the journey. Please subscribe so you'll never miss an episode and and maybe leave us a rating in iTunes to help others find the podcast. Again, we're glad you spent a few minutes with us today. It's a blessing to walk beside you as we seek to live well while we're waiting.